You're listening to the Claim the Throne Blodgecast, coming on you with insights into what it's really like to be in a do-it-yourself metal band in 2013. You're listening to the Ashley Large Great Voice Podcast. Here, you will learn how to sound like a professional with a really nice voice and edited well. Are we doing uh, track dissections again today? Oh, shit, of course. That's, of course. I was going to talk mostly about completely different subjects, but yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, recording. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I was looking at your title of the last episode, Track Dissection 1, I was like, a track from Dissection? Fuck yeah. Real good trick. One of the better tricks. How's your Spotify experience going? Um, I don't even know anymore. It's been pretty good. Yeah. Pumping out some good shit. Heaps of like 90s new metal lately, which has been cool. And... Um, yeah, getting back into a bit of Viking metal here and there, which has been interesting. And just booked us some flights home from Tokyo. Oh, yeah. On the airline called Malaysian Airlines. Terrifying. They had a uh, cheap price pop-up. Qantas went up again, like 1300 bucks return. Uh, one way, sorry, Tokyo to Perth. Can't afford that shit. So uh, that sorted. Books them a com in Japan, so I think we're all up to date. Shit tons of baggage through Wham and APRA, tour tip number one. People out there, if you're a uh, APRA member or something, a recognized musician body, then if you book a flight on Virgin or Qantas, you get a shit ton uh, of checked baggage. Uh, for no extra charge, you just have to email them before you rock up. Hey, let's fucking cut the shit. What's the coolest thing yeah. you've listened to before we dig into shitty Claim the Throne? Because who isn't sick of that already? Me. Oh, album of the week. Oh, fuck's sake. Well, right now, I was just listening to Dimension Zero's Silent Night Fever, which is one of my all-time favourites. Uh, and I was also listening to the new A Perfect Circle song. Have you heard that? Yes, I have. What do you think of that? I enjoyed it. I've only listened to it once, but I liked it. I've listened to it three times. Yeah. That means uh, you probably liked it or you're still figuring it out. First time, angry. Like, angrier than ever. Doomed? Doomed, like, he has a really nice voice, but so I many agree. layers of vocals, like mm. heaps of vocal layers. And then when he breaks it down into just his nice voice, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Then just give me a riff. Give me a fucking riff for God's sake and not with the folk metal leads for God's sake. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, then the second time I listened to it, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I see where they're going. And by the third time, I think I like the song, so... Yeah, a lot of music's like that for me these mm. days. Give it a few listens and it works. By the end of the song, he had that real raspy vocal thing. Yeah. Uh, rolling vocal, and I really enjoyed that. Um, it's just his yeah, lyrics. The, like, did you ever see yeah. that thing? I can't remember what it was, but some sort of documentary and Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister was on it. And he's mm. like, you know, our first album was We're Not Gonna Take It and all this shit. And then by, you know, album number, whatever, he's sitting by a pool in his mansion with fucking a Mercedes Benz in his driveway and just going like, how can I sing about being a poor cunt when I'm rich <laughs> as fuck? And that's yeah. what I feel about Maynard. Like, can't you just talk about the Australian desert or something more interesting than <laughs> like the New World Order or some shit? I don't know. I'm just bored by that sort of stuff. I, I prefer fantasy for that reason in lyrics that's why i don't yep. read lyrics exactly why i don't read lyrics okay yeah i don't really know what to say about any of that but i enjoyed the spiel all i want to say is that they don't really care about us <laughs> <laughs> what will become what will we be 
when we <laughs> see our own whatever. What have you been listening to? Uh, did listen to some Anathema. Did listen to oh, some... Yeah. What's the deal with them? Because I try to get into them and they've got too many albums and they all every album seems to be a different thing. And I tend to not like his vocals. So I don't know. Yeah, what. it's no Ahab or Shape of Despair, but mm. it'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you listen to that uh, band King of Asgard that I was trying to tell you to listen to? No good? I've came to the conclusion that what I like is interesting black metal, interesting melodic death, interesting death metal, etc. So bands like Mare Cognitum, Managam, Moon Sorrow, stuff that is essentially in the category of folk metal, but it's more it's more something else with elements of. What do you think of the song Spirit of Fire? Any good or appreciate? One of my favorite songs to play. Really? Totally. What do you think? Yeah, one of my favorite songs to play. And I'm not sure why exactly, just uh, cruises along at a cool pace. I think drum-wise, I don't play the drums, but it sounds like there's uh, lots of room to move and sound intricate without getting, you know, fucking yourself up. Man, uh, I definitely yeah. don't fuck myself up over a day. No. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I enjoy the vocals. I like the uh, the lick in the center of the song. Uh, where it sort of picks up the pace a bit. Hopefully uh, people will do circle pits to that when we play it live one day. Yeah. We yeah. have played it live several times, including in Indonesia at Hamasonic where I completely made a uh, yeah. quint of it. I, I blew it. You know why? Because I was thinking about like, oh man, I'm struggling with this set. Why have I been drinking so much today? And I'm halfway through a song and I've got this internal dialogue going and then I hit the chorus and forget that it's still the verse, like that sort of thing. <laughs> Does that ever happen yeah. to you? Uh, yeah, definitely, man. All the time. Even at jam, it'll happen. Now, sometimes weird thoughts will go through my head for some reason and then just sort of cruising along in uh, yeah, not thinking mode and just letting muscle yeah. memory do the work. But yeah. You uh, release the clip. Spirit of Fire today. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. So I was caught off Asgard's about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as a song, it's pretty cool. But as a film clip, what do you think of that? Uh, yeah. Something very different. Something I would never do or think of myself. What, to shave your head but, finally? Uh, no, that was going to happen regardless. And then mm. I made the mistake of telling Jeremy from Red Empire Media about it. And then it happened in a, in a video clip. No, I like it. It feels weird watching a clip of just me in it. Don't like that. Mm. But nonetheless, I think it's pretty cool. Fun to make. Looks pro. Good song. Seems to be going down well. I got to tell you, and I did tell you this morning, that I now can't picture you with long hair again. Mm. Like I'm so used to it, which is really cool. I think it's you're finally past the threshold. I'll probably uh, shave what remains again this weekend before we go away. Oh, it's about an inch long all around. Get rid of it. You want a partner in that? Yeah, I do. I'm going to shave we my head. We should both look like we come from King of Asgard. Oh, man. I already <laughs> do come from King of Asgard. I'll be honest with you. I've been talking about shaving my head internally for the last probably week and a half. Yeah, let's definitely do it. You, you know, it looks so tough. You know how every now and again um, I just shave my head? It's because yeah. about a Boy week and a half before that, I go like, fuck my head.
hair looks like the shittest thing on earth. <laughs> God, yeah. who am I anymore? Anyway, haircut costs $30 and I have a wow. pair of clippers. So I'm going to just shave it. Fuck and, yeah. Um, the Point Breakdown song, Let's Be Friends. <laughs> um, I remember putting the song Spirit of Fire together with um, Jesse. And I remember just... As with every song that ever starts with her ideas, I don't understand what's happening for quite a while until the song is sort of put together and then I it starts to click and I get it. This was one <laughs> of those songs. And it's when I don't really know what to do and she gives me a chord progression or some keyboard idea and I really don't know what to do on guitar so I just play the notes. And so the first guitar riff of this is just the notes pretty much with a bit of chuggy feel to it. Um yeah, and then it goes to a few weird sort of sections that we haven't really done stuff like that before. Um, but yeah, by the, once it was written, I was like, this is fucking awesome. My new favorite song. Yeah, I, I'm always the same with her stuff because it's so... Like every other Claim of Throne thing is extremely riff-based. <laughs> and because hers are more like chord progression-based, it's hard to get a sense of what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah. And yeah, I remember you saying... Not not you even saying it, but I could tell you were frustrated with trying to figure out what it was supposed to be. And I heard these drum beats and all that sort of shit. And I thought, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is going on here? And I just was like humoring both of you. Like, oh yeah, I'll play your fucking drum beats, whatever. <laughs> and then after a while, and you know, like, because you guys are using either like Stephen Slate drums or keyboard hand drums or something like that. Like it's, it's hard to get a, oh, yeah, yeah. it's so hard to get a sense of what the fuck you guys are doing. But then yeah. once I did, I was like, oh, that's very interesting. And it's a, yeah, like you said earlier, it's a chance to expand a bit on the normal drum beats and stuff. And yeah, it turned into something quite cool. And now it's one of the fun songs to play. And it's also one of the awesome warm up songs because it's oh, yeah. sort of a mid pace and there's heaps of breaks in it so it just gets every all the blood flowing. Glad we're playing it last on this tour. Second last. Second last. Yeah, wish we were playing it first to just get in the feel of everything, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the way it goes unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's got that big long keyboard break near the end which I like because we can all do things totally. like drink, talk to Speaking the crowd, of which I'm my beer is empty. Swear at them. Do you want to go get another uh, beer? Yeah, I'll get the beer, and while I'm doing that, if you want to talk about um, me putting the Stephen Slate drum beat in the first verse that's the similar to a tear drum beat. Claim of Throne don't do a lot of that sort of stuff, and now we did definitely in Spirit of Fire, which I was about to call Dreams because that was the working title of it was Dreams because it's about a dream in the desert or something along those lines. Nice asshole, Cabba. <laughs> I was just saying nice asshole, Cabba, but... <laughs> oh, sweet, yeah. That drum beat is also appears in Cursed Desert, which we'll talk about yeah, later, yeah. which is obviously Cursed Desert, which was the working title for Harbinger Scavenger featuring John Rion from Bunbury, Triple mm. Six, if anyone knows his name. This uh, song was originally called Dreams, you already said this? Well, I just... Because when Jesse gives us these things and we start making them and then I go to save the demo and I'm like, what's this song called? She goes, I don't know, something about dreams. 
called it Dreams. And then when it got to the point where we needed an actual song title, type Dreams into Google and up pops Spirit of Fire, some god from... Actually, I'm going to test that out again really? now because I've told that, that story right? a few times. You probably I don't have. Know if it's true or not. Maybe I dreamt it. Dreams. Uh, Spirit of Fire. I don't know how the fuck I came up with it. Maybe it was a spelling error or something. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't think this story is true. <laughs> I'm just realising. I've told a lot of people. Yeah, what? Keeps coming up with Morpheus now. God, up? God of Dreams. Uh, oh, Dreams Mythology, maybe. Fuck knows. I don't know how I found came up with that. Yeah, man. I always thought it was a pretty shit title, but unfortunately, it just stuck. And here we here we are. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Dear Lord. Hey, um, speaking yeah. of Halo, do you ever like Nine Inch Nails? Uh, not really. But okay. what about them? Okay, that's all for the Claim of Throne <laughs> Blodgecast. <laughs> when I was Thanks a kid. For joining us for these 100 episodes <laughs> and uh, I'll be starting my own podcast now called <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails Fan Club Podcast with Ashley Large. Yeah. Uh, with When Ash you were a kid, what happened? Reznor. Uh, I used to listen to Nine Inch Nails quite a lot. Razor Reznor. Yeah, Razor Reznor. And all of his releases on Nothing Records under the banner of Interscope run by Jimmy Iovine, according to the documentary The Defiant Ones, which was pretty good. HBO, you should check it out. Each of his releases was Halo. So like Halo 13 was the single to And the World Grows Dull or whatever his song is that sounds sort of similar to that. And Halo 8 would have been like fucking Reptile or something off Downward Spiral, like you know, like each of his releases was a halo, you know? Yep. Yeah. Anyway, highly boring Mint. story. Sorry, Steve. Nah, it's, it's all right. Sorry, Slate. <laughs> Sorry, Paulie. <clears throat> Sorry, Ryan Smith. Okay. Uh, so, all right. So let, let's what? wrap on, on Spirit of Fire. I think that was all a great right. song. Really good. I don't know why we picked it as a clip. Maybe because um, Mantra was fucking fast and Spirit of Fire was like half the speed but still a cool song so it was like two different mm. and also there was some kind of a visual concept behind it right yeah i think i think that was the case and yeah a good length of song i think mm. and yeah Four i can't really I, don't, I don't know how these things happen eh? Just these songs make no. it to video clip status it's hard to remember after almost over 18 months of fucking recording the prick, let alone writing it. We were writing this song two years ago to the day. Yeah. Mm. I bet. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. So song number four, good segue, is um, Mantra. Song number four, Skin. Mantra, yeah. Mantra. I always felt like, yeah, Spirit Fire and Mantra went in well together. It went well together. It went well. And so they just ended up next to each other on the album list. Mm. And they mm. both ended up with a video clip. Yeah. Uh, and they're both really shit. <laughs> I mean, both really good. <laughs> What's the deal with Mantra? Cause it used to be called Mandra. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it didn't. But it should be now. If we ever play it in Mandra, we'll call it that. Is this one of the first songs you did? Yeah, maybe the first. Yeah, I think it was. No, no I reckon Everblade was the first. Uh, no, I reckon... Uh, Silence Beckoning was the first. Yeah. Then Everblade, then Mantra. I listened to Silent Beckoning in New York State, aka Long Island, and went oh, like, yeah. holy fuck, this is like the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Almost as good as the fucking cheeseburger sandwich I had there. 
It's pretty oh, good. Fuck. That even flow bar and grill. Toasted cheese sandwich burger. Uh, yeah, so mantra is a weird thing because it started. I think I was listening to a lot of septic flesh at the time, and so yeah, I don't know what that has to do with it. But that first riff is like a bit of a uh, I don't know. Wanted to make something heavy and starting brutal and in your face, pretty much to impress Jim. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, realised it was, was going way too heavy, so. As usual, try and put in some mellow bits, hence that crazy chorus. And I was trying to put in the uh, female vocals by myself in the demo. Sounded fucked. And it's always hard because you try and show people your new demos, the other band members, and go, oh, here's the new song. And they're like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the comments included like, why does this sound fucked? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know we were planning to make our new album a pile of shit. (laughs) Everyone sort of thought like... Like you're like yeah, this is a real catchy chorus. If anyone knows the Claim of Throne Blodgecast, Kevin loves a catchy chorus. This was a catchy chorus, but it sounded. Some people were saying in our band were saying power metal. Some people were saying gay. Some people were saying um, <laughs> spine shank. Spine shank, yeah, pretty much. But it's kind of like that thing that happens when you go, you know, this is just a demo. Yeah. When we play it together, we'll probably figure out if it sounds like Claim of Throne rather than just Cabba sitting alone in his bedroom with pickles, licking his balls, drinking red wine, whatever. But it developed into a quite a long song. Yeah, it did. And it had that, that riff near the start that uh, was removed. It left. Was that this song? And then it was replaced with that sort of groovy goat Yeah, yeah, that big epic thing. I can't wait to put the demo on this. By the way, Kebba, last week, I forgot to tell you, have you listened to the podcast last week? Nah. Riftar section one. Okay, so. I do plan on it. Oh, that start bit. Hope people heard that. They did because it's the first track we play at the end of the podcast. Yeah, but if anyone was listening, that would have been good. They would have gone, this is a good example of how shit your demo can be to turn it into a real song. (laughs) Oh, yeah, pretty funny. That's Fury and Trine for anyone wondering. (laughs) Yeah, me trying to figure out how to use program drums. Could not get it in time. The other end of the spectrum, the demo drums for Mantra were like totally insanity. Giving it. Oh, just for Mantra? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Getting drum beats that are supposed to be 120, speeding them up to 240 just for blast beat purposes. Yeah. But the fills are still like a thousand beats a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what else is in that song? Uh, recording that uh, clean mm. guitar section near the end was proved a bit of a challenge. Mm. A lot of pedals um, in there. Yeah, I did some <clears throat> some weird things in the demo that was trying to replicate. didn't work like that intro bit. And, uh, yeah, those acoustic sections and stuff. So, yeah, but we got there. Sounds all right. Whatever. Yeah, the intro that comes out of Dreams, a.k.a. Spire to Fire, is a sort of a noisy thing that builds up. And that's... Yeah, I like that. If you can believe, is actually based on chords that Cabba played. It was on a guitar through a lot of effects and stuff like that. And then I put heaps of shit over the top of it and then made it sort of swell up as you do. Into Mantra. Whereas on the demo, it was all this delay stuff from your Kemper. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, it's almost a case where we should have just grabbed the demo, the stuff that you liked, and just used that. 
So in future, I'd be happier to do that sort of stuff. But it's weird when you go and record an album, you start going like, um, I don't know, we've got to re-record every single moment of the album. There's a few bits that we actually did pull from the demos. You know, demo sounded cool, so we just used the exact riff from that, the guitar, yeah. we just grabbed it. So we should fuck around with that a bit more. Yeah, and I don't know, yeah, as long as you just don't know what to write next, so just fuck around with sounds and whatever and you get them in the demo. But yeah, sounds cool, I don't know. Mm. What else happens in that song? Key change near the end? Yeah, you love a good yeah. key change, eh? Oh, I don't know, it has its moments, I guess. Like, who even puts key changes in songs, let alone in fucking metal songs? And I thought, oh, Cabba does, of course. <laughs> Why do you do that? Does it lift it up? What What does it do? Uh, well, it's not something that I'll go, this song needs a key change, but it would be mm. just what could go next. And it's just one of the options that goes through my brain. Like, well, either I can make another riff because there's already fucking 55 riffs in this song or <laughs> we can just stop the song right now, but it doesn't sound like it's ready to finish just yet. Uh, we've got this catchy chorus that could probably go a second time or Jesse will say that needs to go longer, so double it, but then it just sounds the same. So you go, well, how about we do something different with the second half? The first half is the cock. The second half is the four that has been stretched. Mm. It's the same <laughs> but different, if you know what I mean. <laughs> We haven't so, played that song live yet. Do you think we will one day? Oh, we definitely will. But that is a fast one. So let's. it's quite interesting that both of these songs are to do with film clips as well. Spire to yep. Fire and Mantra. Oh, by the way, Jim on this album has made me feel emotional, which is pretty cool. Well, he was listening to a lot of Marduk as the time, as he always is. But he literally had Marduk playing in his headphones and and he, he was listening to Marduk while he was doing vocals to try and get the same sounding vocal. <laughs> Love how he goes through these phases. Hey? Like every, every album up until now, he's been wanting to do brutal gutturals. And this time it was just like <laughs> Legion from Marduk styled vocals. <laughs> and so we've got no one to do the, the low gutturals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, everyone else pulls their weight on that regard. But he's just like, that was his one objective in this, eh? Oh, seeing him with like, yeah, a cocktail in one hand, his phone playing Marduk in the other hand, listening to those songs and fucking screaming like a lunatic in the same room, refusing to go in the vocal booth, having yeah, to stand in the yeah, same yeah, room yeah, as, yeah. as Fuck us. that. <laughs> yeah. Funny shit. Seriously funny. I've never been more impressed with what he's given to the band in this one. And by the way, I will say that on the last episode... I was talking about how someone said that your vocals are really ruthless on this. And I'm like, Cab is always ruthless. <laughs> but then I was listening to it today trying to get us, you know, 0.38% royalties by listening to some of the shit. And I thought, oh, no, there's these other bits, you know, like these other voices <laughs> you're doing. Like you're doing a heap of different voices on this album too, mm. which we'll talk about in later episodes because I don't think they've really cumed up yet in... Fury and Twine on Desolate Plains, Spirit of Fire and Mantra. I think it really starts to come in in Hololand, which is the next song Yeah, yeah. we'll talk about next week. But yeah, you start doing some other vocal sounds and they cume off quite well. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Do you have any more shit about that song? No, fuck off. Yeah, whatever. 
it's going to be interesting next next album because the plan is just to have like only a few songs long as fuck. Mm. Maybe we we'll just have to make like the token set sail on ale, which by the way has almost been knocked off top spot of the Claim of Thrones Spotify playlist mm. by the new songs. And um, waiting for that day, and going to throw a big celebration. Yeah, I won't throw a big celebration because I, I miss those days, Cabba. Yeah, but just people checking out our shit for the first time always, still to this day, hear that first. I can tell you also, I'm quite excited about this. Got a private message yesterday from one of the band members from the opening band in Japan called No Limited Spiral, who sound really good, by the way, worth checking out. Mm, okay. And they said, they live in Osaka. Mm. And I said, well, we've got three nights off before the first gig. And they said, well, we'll meet you on the first night when you get in at like nine o'clock. So they'll be able to show us the cheap places, the good places, recommend food, all that Fuck shit. yeah. That's Real awesome. Good. Yeah. So uh, hopefully some disgusting little izakayas that we can sit in, pay not very much, and eat heaps will be good. Hey, A Stranger Things Season 2 is on Netflix at the moment. Yeah, I'm trying to get through bloody... Trying to get into Walking Dead because everyone says it's good and I still always give up watching it. Dude, don't bother. (laughs) Good, I'm glad to hear it because I thought I was insane. I didn't mind Season 1. Season 2 is the most boring piece of shit I've ever seen. Have you watched any of the new Nathan For You episodes? Would highly recommend, eh? My TV show of the week. Amazing. And also, New South Parks aren't too shabby. Yeah, I've watched a bit of that. It's pretty good. All right. Okay. Cabba. The end. Bye. Thank you.